You're listening to 50 Plus a Tip, the show for strippers, ethical sluts, and other open-minded hoes. Hey guys, welcome back to 50 Plus a Tip. It's Danica, your host. And Riley, the co-host. No! no. <laughs> I really thought I was going to slip that one in. Like <laughs> constant uh, company. Um, that's, that's, that's what you've, uh, you've uh, raised yourself up to. Great. Uh, Climbing the ladder. You heard yeah. it first. <laughs> Baby steps. Take what you can get. So we're back, and we are back from our little road trip. Yeah. Very busy road trip. Very busy. We had very minimal sleep, very minimal downtime, which is a good thing. Yes. Except for the fact that we watched uh, an entire season of Too Hot to Handle. We did find time to do that. <laughs> what was your take on Too Hot to Handle? I think that that would be one of the easiest shows for us to win. <laughs> oh my god, my celibacy would win me so much money. <laughs> I mean, you were getting actually mad watching that show. Dude, they're like, it's $7,000 whatever for a kiss. They're like, I cannot kiss him. It's like, dude, he's not even, one, he's not even that cute. He's annoying as fuck. Also, like, you can't not kiss someone. Like, it's that hard for you. Yeah. Bullshit. Yeah, no, I, I completely agree. I was definitely very frustrated uh, with the contestants. It's just not that hard. And they were there for what, like two or three weeks? Like that was like it. a day. It was like 24 hours. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was wild. What a wild show. Uh, we would dominate. But I would also get so pissed off at being with those people on the, on the thing. Oh, if yeah. I was like, you know, busy like knitting in the corner. And they're, <laughs> and they're like, I just lost us 30K because I had to get my... You know, my... Dick went. Yeah, my... What's it called? A hand job in the bathroom. I don't know the fuck they were doing. Uh, yeah, I'd be livid. So it's definitely not the show for us. No, definitely not. And also, uh, damn, what was I going to say? Oh, actually, you know what, though? Because spoilers, if you haven't seen it, uh, there was only one winner for the money. Yeah. So after that, I would have been like, well, I should have just, like, sunk that ship, you know? Orgies for all. Yeah. <laughs> all the blowjobs. <laughs> but yeah, so our trip was really good. Um, what are some of your takeaways? We were super busy. Like it's been a while since uh, I've worked that back to back. Yeah. Yeah, I think. I mean, even while we were away, I think we worked. Let me do a quick count: one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, or eight times. And one of those was twelve hours. Yeah, we worked from like nine in the morning till nine p.m. one night. Other way around. No, nope. yeah, 9 p.m. to 9 in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> Some of them 12 hours. Something with 9s in 12 hours. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was totally worth it, but it was a lot for sure. It was sure. exhausting. 100%. But um, we went out one, we allowed ourselves to go out and socialize one night. We did. And people are embarrassing, dude. <laughs> I know. People are so embarrassing. Uh, how, do you, how do you take away? Uh, what, what do you take from what, what happened? You I can think, share with the I think listeners. I was just so taken aback that that was happening. So we went out to a club while we were away, and uh, two people got up on sort of this, like, stage area, and it's a guy and a girl. They're to- he's talking into a uh, microphone, and then suddenly he just gets down on one knee and proposes. Like, in the middle of the club, it's probably, like, 9 or 10 p.m. at night, and it was... Drunken buffoonery unfolding around them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just the least romantic. I cannot fathom why he would choose to do it that way in there. Um, The only thing I can think of is they met at that club. 
But even that, I was just, me and you just like looked at each other. I would kill my partner if he thought it was a good idea to propose in a club. Especially for me, like the kind of person I am, the club is like the last place I'd want to be. Yeah. And like that's where you're going to propose. I really hope they don't listen to this because they probably think so though, If you do listen to that, message us. Why? Why? Explain why? to us. Explain to Help us yeah. understand. Yeah. <laughs> Help us understand why you decided to do that. Uh, I mean, to each their own, I guess it's your proposal, not mine. But yeah, I we were. I feel like most of the people in the club were kind of like side eyeing each other, being like, "Really? Yeah." And like, it's not even like you're like in like a crazy Vegas club, and like you know, there's hundreds and hundreds of people cheering. Yeah. You, know, you know what I mean? Like the whole champagne shit. popping. Yeah. Like nothing like that. Nothing it's like Jagger like bombs. <laughs> yeah. Um. So if you have an interesting proposal story, you've seen something, heard of something, had something happen to you, please write in from the weirdest proposals, the most questionable places that you've ever seen a proposal, um, because that could not be the top one. Mm-hmm. I really wish you had said no, because that would have been like the cherry on top. Oh my god. <laughs> so embarrassing. She said yes, but it would yes, be hilarious she if yes. she said no. Yeah, that was definitely one of the takeaways for me too. Uh, and then, uh, oh my gosh, the one gig we worked, where the guy kept calling it the labia majorta. <laughs> and we just kept looking at him, and we'd repeat it back to him and be like, blink, blink, like... Clue and he'd be like, yeah. And we're like, oh, you're like good with anatomy. He's like, yeah. And I know like the uh, la labia minjorta. Minorta. I mean, uh, I think he called it minjorta. I think he yes, had like the J, right, right. the J in there. J and T. Majorta and minjorta or something. Something or minorta. Majorta. Something and stupid. Yeah. And we were like, I'm sorry. What? what? <laughs> <laughs> but he was, his confidence was so compelling. I was yeah. like, maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> Maybe I've said... Maybe I don't know my labia. <laughs> right? Uh, so we, like, told him. He's like, uh, uh, oh, yeah, 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 I know totally. <laughs> like, Not totally, sir. You were really <laughs> confident with your answer. Yeah. That was hilarious, too. Uh, what else? I did a gig recently, and I was dancing for a gentleman, and he's, like, a younger gentleman, probably, like, late 20s, mid-20s, and he was lying down, and after the dance, he was just staring up at the ceiling like he was in, like, a coma, and I was like, wake up! And I was like... Joking with him, he's like, I, I just, um, and like he was like, <laughs> like, what's it called? Like, uh, not like what's the version of dick dizzy? Like pussy, I don't know, pussy drunk? No, I think I feel like there is a word that he'll use. It's like dick dizzy. Oh, I thought you were gonna say he like came in his pants. No, no, no. He was just like so, like dumbfounded, like yeah. so shooketh. And he's like, I just need a moment. I was like, okay. He's like, you're like really good at your job. And I was like, hey. Actually, that's been a common like compliment that we've gotten over the past few weeks is our egos are just like not even fitting in this room no more. Um, But I was like thinking about it. I was like, that is literally the best thing because you're acknowledging that this is a job, mm-hmm. but you're not acknowledging it in the way where it, like, negates the experience you had or takes yeah. away from the experience. You're still saying, like, that was so dope. You're so good at your job. Like, yeah. um, I feel like that's, like, the best compliment you can get because they're not, like, delusional in thinking that it's not work-related still. Yeah. But they're appreciating how good you are at it. So, uh, I really was like, hey, go me. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, if you are getting a dance from a stripper and you are, like, flabbergasted and, like, shooketh by how good she is 
and like how sexy she is or whatever it is. Just tell us she did a good job. Yeah, like you did a really good job. You're great at your job. Um, and not in a way where it's like, you're not, this isn't real to you. You know, like, yeah, yeah he did it. He did good. He done good. So I appreciate that. What else were our takeaways from work lately? Hmm, let me think here. I've had like a lot of really good gigs, a lot mm-hmm. of good, good, good uh, clientele coming in. Um, yeah, no, it's been yeah, it's yeah good interactions. You can, uh, the beginning of the month for me was a little bit slow. Was it this month or last month? Maybe this month. Just because I found like the first weekend uh, people were enjoying going to bars and drinking and stuff and doing all the things that they haven't been able to do in the past like what year and three months. Uh, and now that that's kind of died down, I'm finding that work's really picking up again. Yeah, which is exciting. I'm yeah. definitely hoping that the rest of summer is oh yeah is is like just really good money, and easy, easy money. Ideally. Yeah, honestly. Uh, okay, so I was gonna pick your brain about something, and this has come up like several times recently. I listened to um, a book that we are going to discuss in an upcoming episode, and hopefully have the author on. And they talk about it there too. And I've experienced before working in clubs before. What is your thought on girls telling customers they aren't allowed to get dances with or tip other girls? I think that's ridiculous. It's a very big thing at a club I've worked at before where the girls are like, you're never allowed to go for dances with someone else. And then they'll go up to the guy and they'll be like, oh, you know, Jessica, Kaylee, Melissa, whatever name you want to use, uh, said, I'm not allowed to do dances with anyone but her. Or the like, or you'll go up and be like, oh, you should like, if you're liking the dances, you should like tip the girl on stage. And I'm like, oh yeah, though, you know, X name uh, says I'm not allowed to tip other girls besides her. Why? What, are, what is she going to do? I don't know. They just like, pussy whip. No. no <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to think of the name still. Dick Dizzy, I don't know. It'll come. Anyways, back to my question. Um, <laughs> and we're back. Tangent. Um Yeah. Uh, yeah. To me, it's just, it, I think it's just really gross to, like, not want other women supported. Yeah. No, I, I don't like that. Especially if, like, there's other women on stage. Like, if you don't want to, uh, if you don't want other girls to take a regular of yours for dances, then, like... I don't know. I just, that doesn't make any sense. I feel like that sort of respect should be done through the girls who work there. Like if, you know, you had a regular, then I wouldn't go up to your regular and, you know, try and take them away from your business. Um, But at the same time, like you shouldn't be dragging customers into your own like politics. Yeah. I also just think too, like, I'm sorry, but if you need to, like, threaten clients or threaten customers to, like, never go outside of you, especially at the club, then you're just not good at your job. Yeah. Like, you should, a client should want to, like, go for dance with you because he likes you, and he should be able to also go for dance with other girls and you, and still come back to you yeah. when it's your turn. Like, the fact that you're, like, I just think it as, like, very, like, manipulative and bullying, and it's also just, like, really, like not supporting other women in the club. Like, we all know how hard it is to work in the club sometimes. It's like, yeah. I don't know, like, it's not, it's such like a, a me against them mentality. And it's like, I don't know, I, I don't really like that at all. And I was, I'm always kind of like taken aback when guys say that. Like, or I hear girls saying that to guys, which I've heard, overheard yeah. lots. It's kind of like, come on, girl, like, you don't need to threaten people into, like, being loyal to you. 
Yeah, or no. get mad at them for tipping another girl who's like working hard on stage. If you have a customer who is loyal to you and wants to show that they're loyal to you, um, you know, in return for extra um, attention from you or whatever, then that's fine. Like that's between you and the customer. But if, yeah, if you're like threatening other girls and your uh, clients to like not have a lap dance with anyone else, then like you should be seeing that client on your free time. Like don't drag them into a club where everyone, like if everyone did that, then what's the point in having a strip club? A hundred percent. No, I completely agree. Okay. Another thing that's not on my mind is I listened to Kat Hollis, who we're going to have on the podcast and she's great. And she was on the Why Won't You Date Me podcast mm-hmm. with Nicole Byers, who I absolutely adore. And she had a quote in that podcast episode, and it said, 20% of your customers provide, provide you with 80% of your profit, and 80% of your customers provide you with 20% of your profit. Damn, that is true. So true, right? Like, yeah. at least for me, like, I don't know if it's, like, the same for you, but, like, you know, you have, like, your four really good clients, and they provide you with 80, like, the majority of your income, and then it's, like... The majority of your client, of the people you interact with in the club, especially, provide you with like very little of your income. Definitely, I definitely remember that from working in the club as well. Like, I would find, uh, you know, two or three guys in the club that night who would just constantly take me for dances, and then I would do like one single dance for like ten other people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I just I listened to that and I thought that was that was quite like relatable, and I was like, ah, that was like a takeaway mm-hmm. definitely from her her episode on um, Why Won't You Date Me. But definitely also look out. We're going to have her on this pod coming up soon. So you guys are going to love her, Kat Hollis. If you haven't already checked her out, go creep her Instagram. And she is a dancer. Yeah. Um, And she's doing a lot of, like, amazing things on the front of um, Dancers' Rights and that. And we'll get into all that when we have her on. So definitely an episode to look out for coming up. Okay, another thing (laughs) that's been on my mind, and this is, like, been a reoccurring thing the last like couple weeks and I don't know if this is going to be like blow you away too because I was talking to um one of my like I don't want to what would you call like your nail your hair your lash like those girls my upkeep team (laughs) beauticians yeah like one of my beautician friends um who was working on me and I was like hey is this yeah she was making she was making the magic that is Danica and I was like hey is this a thing and like the world of dating, because I don't really, like, I don't, obviously I don't date around, right? So I don't really, like, experience dating or, like, what people do outside the club. But, so for several times now in giving dances, or, like, people requesting personalized videos, this is the request I've been getting, and tell me, <laughs> tell me if this is something you've been hearing, if you've ever heard this, or with, like, more frequency, show me your tongue. What? <laughs> I know. My girlfriend was like, sorry, what? But I've had people request my tongue. <laughs> Not on them. Just like show it to me. Like just stick just it out, stick like, out a, your tongue. like a dog. Um, when I was like looking for dominance, like doms, yes. But like in my like, reg- like dating life, no. Right? Like it's a, not, I feel like it's a, but it's it's so it must be so common because it's like first song dance. Yeah. It happened really? like it ha- it's happened recently when I'll do like a song a dance with a guy and he'll be like, Can you stick out your tongue? 
They're like, are you checking my tonsils? Like, what is yeah. that? <laughs> so role-playing doctors? <laughs> yeah. And it's happened, like, at least, like, I can think of, like, four times in the last, like, two weeks. What porn has come out? This is what I'm what thinking. movie has come out that, like, that starred in? Mm-hmm. It's very in right now, tongues. Tongues are very tongues, in. Tongues, hot, yeah. nice. Love that for Love us. It. Lick it. <laughs> yeah. Love, Love it. it. Lick it. Uh, yeah, but I thought it was so funny. And then after the fourth time, I was like, okay, I need to bring this to the podcast oh. because... Yeah. No, not outside of like a BDSM yeah. scene. Like a, yeah, 100%. Totally get that. Like that submissive like yeah. pose. But no, in like lap dance, I've yeah. been hearing a lot lately. I'm like dehydrated though, so... Mm-hmm. I'm like, that, mm. I know. I'm not here for it, really, to be honest. No. I, I'll, like, maybe? I would definitely do it, like, goofy, like, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, like, the last time, like, the fourth time, I, like, put my little hands up, like, a puppy position. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, what? I'm like, what? What? <laughs> that, what? It's not. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, you misunderstand. Like please stop. Like a snake, like. <laughs> um yeah i did that one time because i was like i'm just gonna fuck with this now yeah and then um i also maybe i get a lot because like when i do dances especially one of my moves is when i'm like dancing on their lap with my back to them i'll like look back and i'll like run my tongue over my teeth kind of like the top, yeah. my top teeth and like look back and kind of, like bite my tongue yeah yeah so maybe that's why they see like a glimmer of the tongue they're like oh they're, like, give me give more <laughs> I need more tongue. Oh um, I'm gonna yeah. start doing that to random men on the street. I think. <laughs> Show me your tongue. Show it to me. Show me that fucking Drink tongue. More water. Oh fuck yeah! Ew, Show me that pink tongue. No. Um, oh, speaking Ooh. of weird, speaking of weird shit, people say I was with a girlfriend yesterday. Um, we were working, and uh, she was saying like I can't remember what the fuck we said, and then she's like, then we just got on the topic of like weird things she's heard people call uh, vulvas. Dude, the shit she's heard, I was like, can you please write all these down so I can bring it onto the pod? And she's like, definitely. Oh, my so God. So I'm going to bring that up next episode when she gets back to me. But it's like some of the things I was like, that's so creative. I, <laughs> so creative. You know what? I came across a woman on TikTok, and I will credit her when I find her again. Um, but she does like a back and forth conversation between like her and herself just talking about her vagina, but in absolutely like ridiculous ways. <laughs> I, yeah, I need to find it. Yeah. But they're great. So I will, I will also come back next episode with a list of them. Love this for us. Yeah. Um, yeah. On the top of my list of things I hate, like clam. Uh, meat curtains. Ew. I hate that. I find that just offensive. Um, but yeah, no, there's, we'll get into that all that. Yeah. Uh, we'll get into that in a future episode. Um, but can you just call it a, like pussy? A I don't mean pussy. Oh yeah, pussy. I hate pussy. <laughs> I hate like you sexual... literally told me two days ago how that. much you hated the it's a, word It's a day-to-day thing, really. Yeah. <laughs> I like the name, yeah, pussy and like in a sexual foundation. Yeah, much. vagina for me is just too medical. Medical. Also, vagina's inside, and so it bothers me when people are like yeah. say it wrong. But like, and the I'm like, is and I also say, not. I say vulva. When I'm talking to, like, clients as a joking way, I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah vulva. And they, like, look at me like I am, like, literally their doctor. You, like, get room. out of the diagram. Yeah. <laughs> but then when they challenge that, and then if they the do challenge me. The labia majorta. Yeah, my, my lady, my jorta. Um, yeah, and then I'll be like, no, the vagina's inside. And they're like, okay, this isn't sexy anymore. <laughs> I hate kitty. Kitty? Kitty. Ew. Yeah. 
Ew. Yeah. No. 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 Absolutely not. Absolutely fucking not. Nope. Nope. (laughs) (laughs) Guys. No. No. <laughs> uh, no, kitty, I don't like. Penis is, I, I, I don't mind penis. I say peen, like, jokingly, like, no. sarcastically sometimes. If someone's annoying me, I'm like, ooh, show me your peen. <laughs> but, like. How do people pay you? I know. I think this all the time. How do I make such good money? <laughs> How? <laughs> I, like, I told you the other day, um, I was, a guy wanted to go for, like, an hour worth of dances. And he said, he's like, I want to do this for an hour. And I was like. Best I could do is 20 minutes sexy. The rest is dorky. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, what? I was like, I'm going to be straight up with you. Yeah. You get 20 minutes of sexy. And then it's just dorky from then on for the next 40. Like, I cannot commit. And he was like, are you a dork? I was like, I'm such a fucking dork. Like, it's this, don't let these boobs fool you. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's literally just like It's an illusion. <laughs> it really is. Like, Diversion. I am, yeah, inside I'm like a weird 15-year-old kid. <laughs> like, yeah. Hot, um, well, there's a niche for that, definitely. It definitely is. Call the cops, though. Yeah. Okay, also... um. I, this is like a side tangent thing. I was talking to someone the other day and you know how like I do, like you know how I do when I'm like, I like, want to get my way. I become very like cute and bratty. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you do it with me. You're like, my, <laughs> you're like my substitute boyfriend half the time. So you get yes, that side no, of me. Yes, no, I get it. I get it. Yeah. Like, like <laughs> I'm not going to do my voices on the podcast because it's borderline embarrassing, but I definitely do have like this like. Like a little bratty, <laughs> <laughs> like a little bratty nerdy side where I make like little like little voices and little sounds like almost like you imagine like a little mouse to make, <laughs> like a cartoon mouse. But I don't know how I came across it. But there is um, a word for it in um, in the Chinese women. It's called, and I'm gonna totally say it wrong. Um, I'm gonna let you say it. This no. Word. Sajwick? Oh, um... This one. Sajau? Yeah, well, I mean... I don't know. Put it on Google Translate. So it's like, um, so the first word we tried to butcher, um, there's no, like, English translation to it. It means, um... Just have Google read it It's like when girls act childlike, um, in order to get their own way. And I was like, oh my god, I'm a thing. <laughs> this is me. Do I am that. Do the, do the Google Translate for us. I will. So I don't have to listen to us butcher Honestly, the words. I'm but anyways, so I was like... Sorry. But the whole thing was like, when the, guy, the guys said like, show your tongue, and I did like the whole puppy thing, I was like, okay, like I love pu- puppy play. I love that kind of shit. I love being like... Because I'm so dominant all the time that like it's fun for me to be like cute and like, you know, cute and like soft if I trust someone. Yeah. So... And I was, like, looking it up, like, whatever, and I, like, found that word. I was like, oh, my, this is so me, especially if I'm being, like, if I want my way, I'll be, like, like childlike and bratty in a very cute way. So, the puppy thing with the tongue thing, okay. really. This is, um, apparently how it's pronounced. Sajiao. I cannot make that word. Sajiao. 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 I'm so oh sorry God. for anyone who is uh, speaks. I believe it's Mandarin. Okay, well, there you well, go. it sounds cute, and that's yeah. what it is. So, yeah, and then there's like other versions of it, like the the. It, it means to act like a spoiled child or to throw a tantrum. Yeah, but there's like another word similar to that, um, which also means, and it's like it's more so like um, it says here many Chinese women often resort to. 
that word, when they want more attention or if they want to get their boyfriend or husband to do something for them. So <laughs> if that isn't us, I don't know what is. But yeah, so that was my tangent off coming off of um, the tongue thing. That's where my brain yeah. went. My brain went from tongue to puppy to like acting like a little bratty Child, puppy yeah. to like, oh, then I found that word. So the more you know, right? You're what welcome, you guys. What were Googling? Um, no, because I knew there was like a word for it. I'd heard the word before, um, a Japanese word for it. Yeah. And then I just like went on tangent of like, it's like, I'm going to say it wrong, like kawaii. Yeah. It's like K A W A I I. And it means like that. It means like it, it's like I, like that kind of like um, behavior is very common. It's like K pop stars, I mm-hmm. guess. It's like your Awu girls, right? Oh, I don't know. I don't know what that is. Oh, it's like a, like cute. Cutie. Yeah, yeah. That thing you just do with your hands, yeah. that thing. And like that, doot, 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 like yeah. the little like two fingers touching in the middle. Um, yeah, so, yeah. Okay, anyway, um, <laughs> that was where I went today. I had way too much time on my hands this past week to like be Googling um, words that describe me. Um, <laughs> but yeah, apparently tongues, all the rage. <laughs> Let us know if you want to see our tonsils. And sign up to our OnlyFans. <laughs> All the tongues. <laughs> OnlyFansTongues.com. <laughs> uh, okay, so then I threw out an Instagram submission recently. Explain your job poorly, which we thought was hilarious. And we were we have a new rule. Where we're going to try to go to a new place every week or every two weeks, have a little date, try out new places in, in our hometown or Vancouver because um, we have, there's so many amazing places and there's so many new places always popping up that – it's so easy to, one, not take days off ever, as you guys can tell, and two, it's also just, like, so easy to go to the same places you always go to, so... Creature of habit, for sure. 100%. So, Riley and I are making an effort to try to go to new places at least every two weeks, so side note, if you guys have recommendations for local places to check out, please let us know. We will make the effort to go try them out and review them. Um, I don't remember where we went to last week, but we were somewhere with a really cute patio, um, do you remember what street that was even on? Um, I have no idea. It was somewhere in Vancouver, and it was cute. Um, food was meh. That's our review. <laughs> really? I loved it. Yeah, I think you had better food than I. You had, like, a big, uh... I got French toast. French toast. I had, like, what, I have a salad or something stupid. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's Well, that's, fault. yeah. Well, that's my own doing, isn't it? But, yeah. So, that's our great review of a place that we can't think of the name of or location. <laughs> <laughs> but, while we were sitting there, um, Riley was, like... Explain your job poorly. And I was like, I love this for us. So we like asked our friends. They failed miserably. But we also put it onto the podcast so you followers could throw out some, um, some of yours. So first, I want to hear yours, Riley. Yeah. So mine was, I get dressed up to get undressed again while trying to avoid breastfeeding, breastfeeding people. <laughs> <laughs> it's so sad and accurate. It's yeah. so sad and accurate. What was yours? Um, I had two. I said, I change my hair, clothing, and name and laugh along to terrible jokes while swatting hands and dodging fingers. Yeah. <laughs> also sadly accurate. And then my other one was like, I work at a job I am, in quotes, too pretty and too smart for while waiting for Captain save staying super hydrated, drinking water shots, and mouthing to my friends, what the fuck, approximately 900 times per hour. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then some of your guys' submissions were, I'm a blow-up doll. <laughs> <laughs> I babysit overpaid adults. Yes. Very true. I, na- I naked wiggle and money lie. <laughs> I make people sweat. I assume they're a personal trainer. It's like some of these aren't sex workers, right? I, I drink coffee, stare at the ceiling, and hear voices. 
Oh, what? I know. I should have asked them what their jobs yeah. are. Yeah. Um, but they don't give them the jobs. We just have to like assume that it's something. Uh, I get paid to do squats in heels to music. Yeah, it's true. Huh? Yeah. I make computer squiggles into real ones. <laughs> Coda? Maybe. I'm a healer. That's a nice way to say it. Men give me money. That could be anything. <laughs> I sit down and watch people get naked. Oh, like a voya? I don't know, but I like that. I like that on the, on the reverse end. It, it hurts? Question mark. I rub it and stretch it for you. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. I just try not to punch guys, which honestly could be any fucking yeah, job. Honestly, <laughs> just existing. Boo-boo truck driver by day, cum dumpster by night. What? <laughs> Boo-boo truck driver. Love that. I sell drugs to addicts. <laughs> and this person, I swear, isn't a drug dealer. Um, yeah. I think they um, I think they sell, like, vapes and stuff. Right, yeah. yeah. Um, I open door and clothes come off. I put stuff on people's eyes. <laughs> a lash tag. Love that. Uh, those are really great. Yeah, those are good. Thank you for sending those one in, guys. So the next one I threw out to you guys was another Instagram poll I threw out, and it was, you're on a date and you can only talk about the last thing you Googled. What are you chatting about? Oh my God. Okay. I purposely just forgot about this so that I could look it up. I don't know how you find like your Google history. Oh God. Okay. Let's go into the history then. Well, you literally just looked up that word, No. No, but that doesn't count. Oh. I, have to think of, I have to find whatever my last history was. When I posted it, my last um, my last search at the time was ETFs. Okay. <laughs> so honestly, like, I'd be totally down if someone just wanted to go for lunch with me and talk about ETFs because I'm a huge fucking nerd and I like learning about investing. So my, uh, my date wouldn't be, like, terribly embarrassing. It's not like, you know, like, how to properly fist an asshole or something, you know? Well, I'm too embarrassed to share mine now. What's yours? No, <laughs> um, mine was, do university credits expire? Oh, sad. <laughs> that is a sad I'm like, one how thing. long can I really take off uh, university? <laughs> so the ones we got sent in was credit scores. <laughs> That's an awkward first day conversation. Yeah. But you're going to get to know them really well. Next one, secondhand clothing, helter-skelter. Interesting. Interesting. Uh, dash hounds. What's good about them? What's bad about them? <laughs> the coital alignment technique. Oh. That was the one I was talking to you about. Was I talking to you about it recently? The cab position. Yes, I think we talked about it on a podcast recently. So maybe they listen to the podcast and we're curious. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, turtle moans while having sex. <laughs> oh, I think you and the cat person should get together. Uh, custom printed matchbooks. Literally just places to eat near me. That'd be a good, okay conversation. Yeah. Uh, BitTorrent crypto, crypto. So me and this person, ETF person, would get along. Yeah. What episode? Not the same thing, but no, okay. not at all. What episode <laughs> does June escape? We can talk about the um, Handmaid's Tale, Piglet Cafe in Tokyo. Oh my god, fun, fun, very fun. I actually just came across uh, a bunny rabbit cafe in Vancouver. <gasps> Cute. There's a cat one too. Maybe that'll have to be on our our uh, weekly adventures. Yeah. Brie Larson. Fair. Yeah, I don't like her. Apparently she's kind of a bitch. That's what I heard. That's what you heard? That's what I heard. Uh, tra- stress transformation. 
Somebody told me by the killers. Someone's throwing it back a little bit there. Yeah. <laughs> Real estate investment. You can get together with the Bitcoin guy and me. Uh, we Googled scat porn in quotes, er, in brackets, not for us. Share, <laughs> <laughs> share. Doth protest too much. <laughs> oh my God, my boyfriend and I are wondering what people do when someone poops in their mouth. <laughs> this is the scat porn, scat porn person. Uh, the holiday after July 4th. And then, oh, she asked, also this person said, if the COVID vaccine is poison, please don't share my name. <laughs> <laughs> you are safe. Jessica from Langley. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, LED lights. Agnostic versus atheist, which would be a good conversation if yeah. you want to get a little deep with your date. Um, turkey lettuce wraps. Maybe a boring conversation. Dealing with students who get emotionally attached to their teachers. <laughs> hey. <laughs> definitely want to go on a lunch date with you and hear about that. And the last one I will definitely go for a lunch date with you is squirting. Yeah. <laughs> I think that'd be a great conversation. Conversation starter. Um, also, depends on what kind of uh, what kind of date you're trying to have there. I think that'd be a really fun like first date game as well. Yeah, and like it? obviously not telling before they show up. Be like, hey, my name's Riley. Can I have a quick look at your Google history? Yeah. <laughs> and let's discuss it. Maybe like date number two. Yeah, I like that. I fuck with that. Yeah, you're welcome, right? guys. Go on, go forth and have go those forth dates. Go forth and date for us. Yes, please do. And then. I stole a game from you up podcast, which I've been doing a lot lately, and it is Never Have I Ever. So I want to. I hear feel from like you. you're just stealing this stuff so that they have to contact they you. They really have to say, <laughs> I'm sorry, they have to. <laughs> I don't know why they don't. We are so funny, and Jared and Jordana would love us. So, and I'm like literally their number one fan. So, I and I put that. so many people on you up. They really owe me at this point. Yeah. Well, keep stealing. <laughs> <laughs> Consider it stolen. Okay. Never have I ever sent someone's nude back to them by accident. No, I don't think so. I have not, I don't think, sent a nude, but I definitely sent, like, screenshot conversations uh, back. Yeah, no, absolutely. And you have to think of a way of, like, why you'd be re-showing them what they said. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> my cat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ran across my keyboard. Yeah. Uh, 98% said they haven't, but 2% are the very unlucky who have. Never have I ever faked an orgasm to either get me off. You either get me off or you'll know. Uh, if I faked an orgasm? Mm. Yeah. Yeah, of course. 76% have. Never have I ever tried to scare a guy off instead of just telling him I'm not interested. Uh, I think I just do that by default, actually. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a conscious decision. I just scare them yeah, off. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Sure. <laughs> I never have. I straight up be like, I don't fuck with you. <laughs> Go away. <laughs> I'm not interested. I'm not romantically interested in you. <laughs> I think they scared them off, though. Good. That's the intention. Fuck off. <laughs> uh, never have I ever joined the Mile High Club. No, but it is on my list. I haven't done the whole thing. Like, I, I haven't, like, yeah. you know, P in the V. Just P in the M. I just, like, have you ever seen... I feel like that is reserved for, like... Private jets. Private jets and business class. 100%. Like, I do not want to have sex in those tiny little... Where do I... Where do you put everyone? All the limbs. Where do they go? It's like origami in there. 100%. Yeah, no, I think it's over 100%. You need to be on a private jet. Yeah. Oof, yes. I'm here for that. Never have I ever actually gone on a date from an app. When have I, have I never? Yeah. Oh, no, I have. 
I've gone on, oh Lord, help me. I, this is again, I need to stop fucking listening to my friends because me and my, my partner were on a break. This is like a year and a half ago. And I went on that date. Do you remember this? I went on that fucking date with that guy <gasps> on the app and he took me to Is the swastika it, store. Exit room guy. <laughs> exit room guy. I wonder where he's at now. Probably in jail. <laughs> he took me, and this is, like, after I'm pretty sure he knew my, like, ethnicity. Yeah. He took me to a store. We were waiting for EX at our, like, turn to do EX because I fucking love EXIT. He took me to a store, and it was all fucking Nazi shit. And I was like, is this real fucking life right now, bro? Yeah. Like, really? And it was, like, these two white, middle-aged old men that are clearly, like, you know, all for it. White is right kind of people, like, fucked up. And I was like, this is why I do not go on fucking dates. <laughs> do you remember that oh, no. gig that we worked? And we at the, showed up. At the Nazi house? At the Nazi house. Why do I, why do me of all people have constantly found Nazi places to be a part of? Yeah. <laughs> oh, and wasn't he in jail for, yes. like, Sexually assaulting someone? Yes, a child. His, like, his neighbor's daughter or something fucked up. And then the mother went on trial and said that he was, like, asleep during it and that he's tried it on with her as well. uh, Yes, that he tried to rape his mom, too, while she was sleeping. Yes, I remember this now. While he was sleeping. Everyone was sleeping. Everyone was sleeping. (laughs) Oh, so fucked up. I do remember that. Wow, we really should write a book. Yeah, we've seen some shit. Honestly. But anyways, this is why I would never go on fucking dates no more. And I am happily not having to go on dates anymore because people are fucked and they take you to Nazi places. (laughs) Shit's fucking weird. Yeah. Uh, No, thank you. No, thank you. Next one. Never have I ever gone with a dude's friend as revenge. No. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) No. Not as revenge. (laughs) <laughs> as spite <laughs> out of spite um, um, I, I feel like I probably have because I'm a little spiteful but I've I slept with like my ex boyfriend's ex best friend but this was like many years after it's it's fine right just now <laughs> that's fine there's would a, there's I have a done timeline. out of spite absolutely <laughs> the time just didn't line up yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> Never have I ever snooped in my boyfriend or girlfriend's phone without them knowing. Yeah. Of yeah. course everyone has. That's a fucking lie. 56% said they have. 44% said they haven't. And that's a fucking dirty lie. You all have looked at your phones. Yeah. Not the, my current partner. Although I did tell him that I was really tempted to. Um, but I know it's passcode. And he said that I could. And I was that's like, not as fun then, is it? Yeah. It's kind of ruined it. <laughs> Oh, gee, thanks. <laughs> I don't want it no more. Never have I ever had a guy who said he's, in quotes, not ready for a relationship eventually become my boyfriend. No, I've I've definitely uh, dated people who are not ready for a relationship. And, and then they still are ready. <laughs> and then start dating someone else before they've broken shit up with me and they've ended up in a relationship. Yeah? Was that the question? <laughs> Oh, headboard. <laughs> headboard is a guy we call one of Riley's very failed relationships. <laughs> Not even a relationship. I'm, you no, he's called headboard because it was literally just sex. <laughs> we, we called him oh, headboard one of you. because I, uh, the first time I had sex, I slammed my head on the 
the it wasn't even the headboard actually it was like where the bottom of the like it was the frame see, but see how that's too long to call him <laughs> <laughs> anyway see, i ended up with a bruise on my on my head so yeah yeah may he rest in peace but he was having he's yeah he was muchly ready for a relationship just not, not with, with you. me um, <laughs> um may he rest in peace he is not dead but <laughs> he's dead to us <laughs> Um, have I ever had a guy? No, I don't think like I've ever been with someone who said they're not ready for a relationship, but, um, yeah, no, most people I'm going on a date with, they're looking for something, but also we talked about this between me and you a lot. Like I never went on dates with the intention of casually dating. That's just literally not in me to casually date. So if I was going to fucking go on a date with someone, you, hopefully you are interested in, in intentionally having more. To be fair, in Headboard's defense, <laughs> that I started seeing him at the time that I was also seeing the polyamorous but didn't tell his girlfriend he was polyamorous. That's just a cheater, but go on. 100%. But I didn't know that. My understanding was, like, that was their understanding. And so, like, I very much came into Headboard's life as something very casual, and then I decided I really liked I him. will stay. And I hurt myself. <laughs> Yes, you did do this a lot before current partner. What do we call current partner? Bicycle? Bike? The top Dual bike. meaning. Dual meaning. Um, I mean, no, he's been on the podcast. Everyone knows his name is Mike. Do we call him by his name? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Oh, I did now. <laughs> Mike bike? Biking Michael? Mike, Mike likes bike. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember, probably. It's all right. It's a really regular white name. So. Oh, the only thing better is like Adam or something. Never have I ever used the Rona as an excuse to get out of a date when you're perfectly healthy. Not as a date, but definitely other commitments. Did we do that together, I think? Yes. Once. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Next. Never have I ever gotten out of the friend zone. Oh. Yes, I made it out. Who were you? You were in a friend zone with someone? Yeah. And they actually dated you after or they just fucked you? But- <laughs> that wasn't the question. <laughs> um, yeah, Mike. You guys, oh yeah, you were friends? Yeah. I... And, and my ex-girlfriend. We were friends, and then we started dating. That's just lesbian things. <laughs> I feel like you're always friends first. Yeah. Um, I don't think I was ever friends, like strictly friends with someone before dating them. I was strictly friends with my ex-girlfriend. She was like kind of seeing my roommate. Who was a guy? You got some, a lot of crossing wires over in your end. What are you supposed to do if you're not using, like, dating apps? (laughs) You crowd surf. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) I I never really, I've always dated people that, like, my partner I've known since I was 15 is the only one who I, like, my friends knew him because we grew up together. Mm -hmm. But everyone else before him, I... Because we grew up in the same hometown. Everyone else before him, I met them. No one I knew them. I didn't know anyone they knew. Um, and then we dated. But yeah, my my partner that I know since I was 15 is the only one who, like, you know, we knew of each other for many, many years before. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, I only met her, like, probably three months before we started dating, though. It's pretty much just seeing each other, though. Kind of. Yeah, I don't know. Never have I ever hooked up with an ex. Yeah, I have. Yeah, 30% said they have it, and that's a fucking lie. I highly doubt it. I've definitely hooked up with exes. But, well, you know, he has this thing, actually. <laughs> they weren't, like, I guess, I don't know. Actually, you know what? Maybe I haven't, because 
they were like not exes really yet. Like we were like breaking up, still having sex. It wasn't like we broke up, time passed, and then we fucked again. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, like I made my return, you know? Yeah. You're like, I am back, bitches. Back, bitches. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't actually don't think I've ever done that. I like, once I'm like fully done with someone, I'm fully done. Um, although I did, I ha- had a partner who, you know, we took a, a year break and then he, in quotes, a girlfriend. Um, but I don't think that's like fucking with an ex because then they get it back together and it's like you're mad again, right? Yeah. Okay. Sure. Let's go with that. Sure. I think that <laughs> means that you have though. Nope. Never yeah. have I ever had a sugar daddy. Not a long term. Not a long term one. No. Mostly just like paid dates. Mm. I think a lot of squares listen to you because only seven percent have. And that's very disappointing. You're all doing life wrong. Anyway, um, <laughs> never have I ever, last one, not liked a significant other's parents. No. No, you have always liked them? Yeah, they've always been. Ugh, my exes had shit parents. Terrible humans. Terrible. Terrible. <laughs> that's such a red flag for me. 100%. That's why they are exes. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I... Yeah, they had some fucked up. One of my exes had great parents. Um, they were good. And they were, like, I was close with them. And then another ex that I've, like, you know, mentioned sometimes on the pod a while back. Um, terrible, terrible humans. Blech. And it was, <laughs> there's my tongue for all you, all you keeners. And then, yeah, I remember being like, ew, this is who you're going to be. This is who you are. This is who you came from. Like, I do not fuck with those. Yeah. I don't fuck with the, um the way your parents behave and the way you think it's okay to behave. No. So that ended very quickly. I mean, unless, like, they also didn't get along with their parents. Like no, they worship their parents. Yeah, okay, well then, there you go. That's a fucking red flag. Hot thousand percent. All right, we have a lot of listener questions and emails this week, so we need to get into those. Just a reminder, guys, obviously, you guys can always email with questions, comments. We love getting it. So it's at 50plusatip at gmail.com. That's 50plusatip at gmail.com. The first one is, I loved episode 78. At the beginning, you and Riley talked about your Instagram account that had posted, in quotes, I won't give you information on how to get into the industry. Was it Queens of the Underworld? She changed her account name. I think it's at Ramona Rosales forever or something now. If it was her, I know she largely speaks to street-based survival sex workers, and that's usually the demographic that she says she won't help get into the field, like if their square is asking her how to get started. She frequently posts stuff like that. I think she's just speaking about an experience I personally know nothing about, and I feel super privileged in the way I go about my work. I also fucking died the other week when you guys talked about, in quotes, is it just me or do you? And you talked about the boogers. Lol. Absolutely howled. Thanks for the laugh. (laughs) (laughs) That's when we completely shamed that yeah. person. 100%. That person's probably like cries every time we're on now. I'm sorry. You are loved. <laughs> You're just a little weird. Um, <laughs> um, then, sorry, before we actually touch on that, another person actually wrote in about the same thing. So the next email was, hey, I'm listening to the most recent episode 78 and just wanted to add something. Y'all were talking about a lady refusing to help others get into the sex work industry. Now, without seeing if I can't, 
be 100% sure, but this sounds like at Queen's Got Skills, who is actually a wonderful resource. When she says that, she usually says in the same sentence that it's considered human trafficking to help someone get to the game. Now, I have no idea if that's legally true, but that's my impression of why she says that bit. She does also often say that in her sessions, she can and will offer some games slash tips. However, her, her focus and training is on improving and maintaining good mental health in the sex work industry. I have personally had sessions with her and did get that mix of assistance. This was just an add-on to y'all's conversation and not a critique. Stuff just gets taken out of context sometimes, and I want to give Queens her props. I do also completely agree with you what you said when vets all out refuse to help slash offer advice. I fucking love your show. Riley is my heart, and Danica is the bad bitch I try to channel before work. Please never stop the podcast. Aw, that's so sweet. I'm a hat. <laughs> I'm a bad bitch. <laughs> um... Yeah, I mean, we were really just speaking, first of all, from a place of privilege. And a thousand percent. We, we, we say always that, do. Yeah, we say that uh, all the time. But also, yeah, we were just given, like, a story. So, you know, as per the second person said, it was very much taken out of context, and we were just speaking on, on that idea. Oh, yeah, definitely. No, um, I appreciate both these messages coming in because they definitely give us a lot more information than we had um, access to because... I saw it through someone else's Instagram who I think took it from someone else's Instagram because even that Instagram wasn't from Queen's Got Skills, so it seems like it was like a 10th person removed yeah. probably. And, they and had, I'm sure... They had changed their username after posting that, so yeah, we couldn't and, even go back and see the whole story. Yeah, and we just saw the actual picture post, not like the, the original caption, which I believe there's probably a lot more in the caption. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, thank you for giving us that um, that resource. I believe... Her Instagram is now changed again, but uh, Romina Romina Rosales forever, I believe, and or Queens Got Skills. I'm not sure which one she's uh, that, going under now. It used to be Queens of, of the Underworld. It sounds like so it's the same person, mm, Queens of the Underworld, or Queens Got Skills. Queens Got Skills, and then she's changed the name again. I assume it's kind of it has to be one of those people. Yeah, <laughs> has to be someone with Queens in their name, and. Um, whether it is the same person or not, I think those are great comments to mention that she doesn't want to help people get in the industry if they're not coming into it from like a healthy place mm-hmm. and that she's more focused on um, helping the current climate of the industry. Um, totally have respect for that. Totally understand. Again, we kind of branched off from that and talked more about gatekeeping information within the industry from each other. As and that was kind of getting people in. Yeah, yeah, we kind of branched off and kind of had the conversation a different way. But going back to the original statement about not helping people get in the industry, I totally understand where that poster is coming from and, and the comments from these listeners. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, definitely. So thank you, for, thank you for correcting us and giving us a little more background to it. The next email here. Hi, Danica. I just finished listening to Isabel. It was a wonderful interview. I loved her comments about the divinely feminine. It sounds very much in line with the old Greek and Roman concept of the female goddess. I was flabbergasted at the kind of money she said she could earn in Florida. Now I have never been to Florida, so in my, my mind, I cannot validate her statements. If she had said New York City, then yes. It did remind me of when a cam girl said she makes between $100,000 to $200,000 a month. She was Eastern European, so I don't know what currency she was talking about, but $1.2 million to $1.8 million a year. My experience at strip clubs has been limited to Atlanta, Georgia, Lexington, Kentucky, Indianapolis, Indiana, and Detroit, Michigan. I love the detail of actual cities. The dances are basically $20 a dance. One place it was $25, but I could get $5 for $100 without a fuss. The higher-end clubs in Detroit have $25 a dance rule with no volume discount. You also have to pay a fee to take a dancer back. Some places it is a one-time fee where others is every time. Sometimes you can negotiate a flat rate, but the time is limited by what happens in the VIP room. 
with a little winky face. Since you are traveling again, I hope you can make it to the U.S. There is a website, the Ultimate Strip Club List, www.tuscl.com, that you might find interesting. It is free to join. You can read articles written by members as well as participate in discussions. There are several dancers that participate regularly. To read club reviews, you have to pay a monthly fee, but if you write a club review, you get a free month. The reviews are heavily slanted towards North America, but you can find information about someplace in Europe, etc. Keep up the wonderful work, and perhaps someday our paths will cross. Warmest regards. Awesome. That's good to know. I um, think I've, me, I'm talking about going on a two-month trip uh, next year during summer-ish uh, type time. Uh, through the states and I would love to kind of work along my way um, so if you guys have any uh, suggestions about what clubs are good during sort of the summer time between April and July I would love to know or places to definitely avoid <laughs> yeah absolutely um, please let me know because I would love to try and get those into my itinerary yeah I mean I love the detail within this email um, the only thing I would comment on is the negotiate comment sometimes you can negotiate a flat amount please don't do that please don't negotiate with sex workers if they tell you a price offer them more (laughs) don't try and negotiate please um that's my only um issue with the email i do believe i have no doubt that there are cam girls that are making 100 to 200,000 um in whatever currency that is if it's in europe it could be pounds or, or whatever um yeah that doesn't surprise me euros it doesn't matter that doesn't surprise me you can make that in the u.s you can make that in canadian um easily for a lot of cam girls it's it's stupid money um but yeah please don't negotiate with dancers <laughs> i think no i think she's a dancer and she was it's saying man. it's a man oh is it yep yeah it's, a, it's one of our male listeners oh yeah mind. yeah so please don't negotiate and don't in, in, encourage other people not to negotiate if there's um, a, uh, a price set or a woman's giving her price or any kind of sex worker's giving their price. Um, you either take that price and give it to them, plus a lovely tip, hopefully, or you do not and you let them happily go find someone who does want to pay that price. But on a side note, the Ultimate Strip Club list sounds amazing. Thank you so much for that detail. Um, it's www.tuscl.com and me and Riley will check that out because it will come up very handy in our future endeavors. And yes, hopefully we make our way out to places in North America and that we do cross paths because you sound lovely and you sound very well-versed. Next email here. The subject is tip on starting essential massage business. Hi, I am currently a male massage therapist. Working out of the Monterey Bay area in California. I heard your podcast with the folks at Shameless Sex Podcast. I was wondering if you could have any thoughts, recommendations, warnings, or words of advice for a male therapist who would like to start a central massage angle to their job. I am a male in my 40s and was wondering, and was wondering. I would appreciate any hinter on this. Also, how can I connect with, in quotes, privileged sex workers in my area? Thank you very much, and I'm going to be listening to your podcast. I mean, I don't really have a lot of experience with uh, central massage or marketing towards that sort of thing. Um, 
I mean, if you want to connect with, like, um, privileged sex workers, I would maybe check out, uh, you know, escorting, not escorting, like, stripping, strip clubs. Um, you could even look into sex toy stores, see if they can advertise for you. Um, figure out a way to, like, allow people to vet you. Um, because there is sort of that, if you're, you know, a male in your forties and you want to advertise to a woman in that sort of way, I can, I could understand how there would be some sort of, um, has to just, yeah, caution. And so like anything that you can do that would make people feel safer, you know, offer, uh, them to bring a friend, offer them your, uh, you know, just extra sort of like vetting stuff, Mm. um, would be like absolutely crucial and number one if you want to start any business. Definitely. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, thank you so much for reaching out. And I'm so happy to hear that the Shameless Sex podcast helped you find 50 plus a tip. Um, we're obviously glad to have you here. Uh, my understanding is that like you're a male in your 40s who is currently a massage therapist and is interested in beginning a career as a central masseuse. So my initial thoughts are... Firstly, that's wonderful, obviously. Human touch is such a beautiful thing, and it's so um, so needed by all of us. My second thought is that erotic massage is something I have legitimately zero experience in, so I am not really qualified uh, to provide much insight, just like you said, Riley. like It's not our area of expertise, and, and we never pretend to know stuff that we don't know. That being said, I did interview a female um, erotic masseuse in season one at 50 Plus Tip Podcast, and I believe it's episode 10, The the World of Tantalizing Touch, and it's erotic masseuse Heidi. And that would be a good episode to start on, just listen in and see um, what kind of tips she offers there and a bit of her experience. Among my warnings uh, would be to find out what is required to ensure that your erotic massage career and your massage therapy careers are separate. Um, You don't (laughs) want to get into a weird situation where someone's showing up for an RMT and you're trying to tickle up the taint, you know? So (laughs) I would make sure that um, you're very clear on those careers being very separate. Yeah, I also have heard that if you are an RMT your license can be taken away if you do uh, start to blur those lines between uh, erotic uh, massage and RMT stuff. So just make sure like in the area that you're in, uh, what the rules are, what the guidelines are. You don't want to waste, you know, your long, hard hours uh, getting your licensing. If you, if you have any sort of licensing, um, you know, for it to be taken away. Definitely. Definitely. And then, Um, The last question there, how can I connect with, in quotes, privileged sex workers in my area? Uh, My biggest suggestion would be finding them online and asking if they're comfortable talking to you online or meeting in person for you to pick their brain. Um, Definitely, 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 please, 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 please um, pay them for their time and energy and their hard-earned advice because they've learned those tips and tricks by putting in hours of work and commitment to the job that you need to respect that and if the best way for you to kind of show that um, respect and that appreciation is through money so you know maybe start going to erotic massage places and being a client and seeing what it's about and seeing how it feels from that end and you could if you start to have a connection with one of the workers and you feel comfortable they feel comfortable with you 
um, picking their brain. You could ask them, you know, can I take you for dinner? I'd love to learn more about how I get involved in this. If you're wanting to, excuse me, connect to people that you think are privileged, perhaps go to, I hate the term, but like higher end massage places. If that's somewhere where you would want to work out of and ask them how they got into it. Um, because those are privileged people working in higher end massage places. They're not on street workers, right? So right there, that's a big privilege right there. Yeah, I mean, most uh, erotic masseuses I've heard of are all female, so it's very possible that um, there is sort of a niche for you uh, to join with really no problem. Um, As Danica said, like, go to um, erotic massage places that you would maybe want to work out of and um, start as a client and then see if they would be interested in having you as an apprentice, you know, like... Mm -hmm. Uh, working out of a pre-established place uh, can, um, you know, help clients vet you. It feels a little bit safer for women or men who want to go and, uh, you know, working out of a place or, or I don't know how it works, but like signing a contract with someone um, would also benefit that business as well, having sort of a male masseuse. So see if you can figure out a way to, uh, as Danica said, like benefit someone, if not through money, through time, through something else uh, to get into the business. Definitely. And also too, like the internet is such like a crazy way to gain information. It's such a tool if used correctly. And I'm sure there must be erotic massage courses that you can take um, in your area. So I definitely look into that as well. And then, like we said, you know, erotic massage is not our area of expertise, but We definitely hope those tips and suggestions help you to begin your journey. And obviously we'd love for you to keep in touch and let us know how it goes as you kind of begin that, begin that venture into a rock massage. So best of luck with that. Next email here. We have a lot of male emails coming in. This is another gentleman. Hi, 50 plus a tip crew. A big life revelation came from listening to your podcast and from listening to prominent influencers talk about dating. In most cases, women talk about chasing or deciphering their unattainable guy, or in quotes, fuckboys, where they are are excited he has a headboard and can put his t-shirt on right. This has not been my experience. In most cases, I think I'm pursuing the girl and rescheduling a date if she flakes. While I'm not trying to be a fuckboy that leads people on, it is concerning to me that my reality is different than most other men. I'm not going after women out of my league, looks-wise, or anything like that. So how do I know what my issue is when I'm struggling to find a relationship and the men being more interested pursuer is not the norm anymore. Thank you. (laughs) Where to begin? Um, Okay, first, obviously, as always, thank you for reaching out. We're glad you've been listening to the podcast and hopefully enjoying it. What I'm getting from this is he sounds like he's saying that he's often the guy, in quotes, chasing the girl. And it kind of seems like the norm is now that the man is being chased by the woman and and the men kind of do like the bare minimum. And, you know, obviously we're assuming it is heterosexual male-female situation. So what he's talking on, so that's kind of the context we'll talk on with it. But that's kind of what I'm getting at, is that he's usually the one chasing the woman, and now he's seeing a trend where men do the bare minimum and women are, like, happy about it. Yeah. So um, I guess, like, it sounds like he's asking... this. Yeah, well, I mean, let's break it down to what he's asking. I think he's asking, you know, first... Why don't women want the nice guys? I think that's kind of like the basic question there. And then what happened to the man, you know, chasing the woman and why are men settling for, you know, as he says, just a headboard? I think that women do want the nice guy, but you're always going to have women who don't want the nice guy. Like, you kind of have to go for 
the women who are looking for a long-term relationship or who are looking for something a little bit more serious or, you know, we've, we've all gone through a stage where, well, I mean, most of us have gone through a stage where we're just looking for the guy that doesn't want us. Um, I don't know why, what the psychology behind it is, but it is exhausting and most women eventually find themselves to like towards the nice guys. I, without knowing much, I feel like one thing that could happen with that is that nice guys sometimes get stuck into the nice guy trope where they're friendly to women and, you know, do all the in quote right things but then get mad when they don't get sex out of it. And and that's not a nice guy. Yeah, and that's kind of just the same as being a fuckboy, but fuck guy, fuckboys are a lot clearer about it. Um, so maybe have a reflection on how you're approaching the situation um, and what sort of woman you are approaching. Like, are they women who want a serious relationship? Are they... Um, yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, what do you think? Yeah. Well, <laughs> personally, like, I always like the guy chasing me. I like a submissive man who worships me and puts in all the effort. So, don't know what to tell you. <laughs> I, I definitely am much more attracted. I've never been attracted to a guy who does a bare minimum. None of that appeals to me. Never mm-hmm. has. I've always kind of made people um, rise to the occasion. Um, but I think also a big part of that is being a sex worker, like, I literally have men that want to pay just to have access to my phone number or throw me a text, you know? So why the fuck would I ever give my free time for someone who is barely, like, you know, like, (laughs) or whatever, (laughs) or has a headboard um, to go on a date with me? Um, I mean, like, I'm kind of joking, but, like, not really. Um, I guess what I could say is that, well, like... Physically, you're saying the girls you're going for are, like, in his league. Perhaps they're just not in, like, the headspace or the maturity um, to really want real no-game sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And they kind of like... Like, to me, if someone likes a chase, it's an immature mindset. You know, like, at the end of the day, why would you not want the realness of, hey, I like you, you like me, let's try this. Like, that. that's, like, the real shit. You know, the idea of like, oh, I'm going to pine after you and chase you and you're going to flake on me. I'm going to rebook and I'm going to bag you for your time and energy. To me, that's a lot of like, you know, teen drama, you know, Hollywood rom-com bullshit games and and, um, not not real life in my mind. Yeah, it's this sort of like addicting game. It's like if, if people are kind of looking at dating as a game then why would they want an easy win? You obviously kind of want to have a challenge. You kind of want it to be fun. Um, But at the same time, like, it sounds like you need to be going for women who are done with the games. Yeah, 100%. Like, I think maybe you're just not... Looks wise, sure, maybe they're on par with you. But maybe mentally they're just not ready for, like, a real thing where it's like, hey, I like you. You like me. Let's try this. And, you know, this also might be harsh, but they might also just not be into you. Just because you guys look the same or you guys are on the same, like, playing field, do you think? Like, doesn't necessarily mean that they're going to like you like you like them. Um, I think when you really, like, meet someone and you put the games aside, you don't flake, right? You're saying these girls are flaking. Um, 
so I think that's like an, an indicator they're not taking it seriously. I think when you really do take something seriously, you don't flake on the dates unless you have a legitimate reason to. You're also wanting to reschedule them with the person. They're not having to like chase you to reschedule them. And you're not really talking to multiple people at, at once, in, in my opinion. So my advice would be like if a girl flakes once, okay, cool. Try once again to sort a new date out. If she flakes again or simply isn't really putting in the effort, I would move the fuck on. Um, obviously you want someone who, you know, is as into you as you are into them. You know, I think like that's the basis of what we want. We want to be wanted, especially by people that we want. Yeah. Right. Um, and honestly, like there's plenty of non-flaky fish in the sea. (laughs) So yeah. Best of luck on your search, my little fishy. Yeah. Keep trying and re-evaluate the woman that you're going after. Definitely. And re-evaluate how you're going after them. Are you playing the nice guy card because you think you're going to get laid. 100%. That's a, that's a huge thing. And um, we're going to wrap up the questions here on one last one. I don't know why everyone just addresses me, but I think it's because all the emails come to me. It's because you refuse to call me your co-host. You're merely a common guest. <laughs> <laughs> See? This shit. <laughs> I brainwashed them all into also thinking, you are nothing. <laughs> I'm going to crawl my way out no, of the friend zone. That, and into that the listener com- said you're the heart. I almost took it out. <laughs> I almost didn't say it out loud. <laughs> but it's also because she complimented me too, so it's fine. Oh my lord. <laughs> so last question here. Hello, Miss Danica. No mention of Riley. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I would be an open-minded hoe. I just finished the episode on etiquette, and oh my goodness. So unbeknownst to me, as it turns out, I had been a decent lady when I used to go to the clubs. I had always admired and appreciated the show that dancers put on. The talent and the strength was spectacular. Whenever we had a stay out, we would always get the bride a dance and try to try to best friend the dancer, which I now understand wasn't good manners as we were in party mode and fangirling and she was working. I've listened to a few of your episodes now and it's in heavy rotation. I'm pretty naive and I had no idea and I'm sorry there are pigs that forget you are human beings. You ladies have inspired me to invest in myself and be more authentic. Anyway, I could rabble on and on about how interesting and engaging you and Riley are. You ladies huh. are doing... Ugh, she mentioned <laughs> Who? Not sure. <laughs> you ladies are doing excellent work and are incredibly educational and entertaining. I just want to give you a shout out. I love your podcast. It's been a few years since I've been to a club, but if you and Riley are ever back in Alberta, I would love to go to one of your shows and fangirl. That's so sweet. And we love it. Yeah, we thank you. love an open-minded hoe over here, so welcome. Yeah, absolutely. I think that we have some plans to do a little bit of traveling. Mm-hmm. Um, so we will definitely hit you up if we are, if we do move over provinces. Yeah. We're super happy to hear that you've been enjoying the podcast too. And that you were a, in quotes, decent lady when you made it to the clubs. We love a decent lady. We love a decent lady. It's okay. Um, it's honestly, yeah, it's okay about the shitty people who, like, as you said, forget that we're human beings. I mean, it's not okay, but it's okay. It's like, it's, yeah, it's a necessary evil. It seems... Yeah. Um, that we will hopefully eradicate eventually, but as is now. Um, Down with men. Yeah, <laughs> real talk. But all of our all of our messages to this week were pretty much from men. So not you men, <laughs> other men. <laughs> not all men. Just Jesus. other men. Um, no, but yeah, at the end of the day, like, yeah, those people are fucking shitty and they forget we're human beings, but, you know, we get their money and then we go home, we sleep, and we sleep well, knowing that, you know, we're better people than they could ever dream to be. And that's kind of... How yeah. I look at it, like you, if you're gonna act like clown at the club or treat me with disrespect, like you have to go home with yourself. Like I get to walk the fuck away from you and your shittiness, and you have to go home and 
be you. And that's, like, the worst thing that I could do to you. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, that's how I look at it. Like, so, yeah. And it's also, it's also fucking wonderful that we've inspired you to invest in yourself and be more authentic. And we very much appreciate the lovely compliments. That's really is kind of the goal with this podcast is to help people embrace their sexuality, help people learn more about sex work and kind of to rid that shame that follows us with our bodies, our sex lives, our lack of sex lives, um, what we think of the sex industry. Yeah. So we're glad that, you know, it's, it's coming through and that you're enjoying, you're enjoying listening to us. And yes, as Riley said, we've been talking about planning a trip to Alberta soon. So we will hopefully be in your area. We will throw it on the podcast when we do come out that way. And hopefully we can see you when we're in your neck of the woods. Definitely. Yeah. Oh, All right. That is it for this episode. It's been a long one. We will be back next week. And we are talking to Eva Bloom next week. And you guys are going to love it. She is a queer sex educator and sex research nerd. We had such a good conversation with her. You guys are going to really enjoy that coming episode. That's out next Wednesday. And where can people find you, Riley? Uh, you can find me on Instagram at VanCityRiley, or you can find my OnlyFans at RileyDivineUncensored. And as always, you can find me on Instagram at 50plusatip or email at 50plusatip at gmail.com. Slide into the DMs, email with questions, comments, suggestions. Concerns. We don't want to hear your concerns, really, to be honest. Keep that to yourself. Um, but also, remember to rate, review, subscribe, especially on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts from because it means a lot to us. And we have two remaining spots open for podcast guests for this season. So if you guys have recommendations, throw them our way, and I will try my best to get them on. And, yeah, that's that's pretty much it for this season. Yeah. Or this, just kidding, this episode. This season, we're done. And what, that's we, it. Like, four episodes in? To the season? I think, yeah. Yeah, no, we're done. We'll see you guys next time. We outie. (laughs) All right, we'll be back next week with Eva Bloom. Have a wonderful week. And happy hoeing. Bye. Positive is brought to you by Bright Future. Bright Future is a Canadian-owned company that makes all-natural, premium-quality microdosing products. Their products are designed to stimulate focus, creativity, energy, and boost your mood while decreasing stress and inflammation in the body. Check them out on Instagram at get.brightfuture and on their website, getbrightfuture.ca. Use the code TIP15 at checkout to get your discount. That's T-I-P-1-5 to get your discount. Truly Lifestyle Brand is an all-natural, cruelty-free skin and hair care company that will have you looking and feeling your absolute best. Use their code TRULYPLUSATIP for 10% off your online order. Temptations Avenue Lingerie is a Canadian-owned lingerie brand with a variety of styles, ranging from sexy and wild to demure and sweet. Check them out on Instagram at Temptations Avenue and use code TIP25 to get 25% off your entire order. That's tip 25 Loveify is a Canadian brand that is focused on self-love and pleasure. They're all about empowering women and encouraging them to express their sexuality openly in a judgment-free environment. Click the link in 50 Plus a Tip Instagram and use code 50 Plus a Tip to get 10% off your order. That's 50 Plus a Tip to get 10% off.